up on today's federal newscast. Another federal union is stuck waiting to hear when federal employees can expect a pay raise. Senate Democrats hope to give some relief to contractors who lost money during the government shutdown. And the president wants more money to hire more border guards and to care for veterans. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. Another federal employee union wants to know what's going on with the 2019 federal pay raise. President Trump signed a 1.9% pay raise into law over three weeks ago. National Federation of Federal Employees President Randy Irwin says it's taken long enough for the Office of Personnel Management and Office of Management and Budget to adjust federal employees' pay. The president must now sign an executive order, and the Office of Personnel Management must issue new locality pay tables to make it official. At least 40,000 federal employees have signed up for one of multiple class action lawsuits against the Trump administration over the recent government shutdown. Washington attorney Heidi Barakowitz says about 31,000 employees have opted into the lawsuit her law firm filed before the U.S. Court of Federal Claims. That's on top of the 10,000 bargaining unit employees who signed up for a similar suit from the National Treasury Employees Union. A federal judge is considering whether the court will consolidate those lawsuits and other similar ones. Just 25,000 federal employees opted into a similar lawsuit after the 2013 government shutdown. A group of nearly 40 senators is urging the Appropriations Committee to include back pay for federal contractors impacted by the last government shutdown in an upcoming disaster relief package. They want to include the back pay provision in a supplemental appropriations bill. Maine Senator Suzanne Collins is the only Republican to sign on, though. Maryland and Virginia Senators Chris Van Hollen, Ben Cardin, Tim Kaine, and Mark Warner were part of the group that wrote to the Appropriations Committee Chairman Richard Shelby and Ranking Member Patrick Leahy. It pays to keep an eye on contractors. A former federal contractor pleads guilty to theft and embezzlement after stealing as many as 16 tablet computers from the State Department and selling them online. Andrew Cheevers of Bowie, Maryland, had been working in information technology for state's Office of the Inspector General. He'll be sentenced in June and faces a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison. NASA's Inspector General looks at a critical function and finds the agency came up short. We get more from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. After looking at NASA's information security program for 2018, the IG gives the tech staff a rating of 2 on a scale of 1 to 5. Under the Federal Information Security Modernization Act, agencies are supposed to reach at least a level 4. The IG found missing or inaccurate system security plans and data, and that system assessments were often done late, and therefore pose a threat to operations. I'm Tom Temin. There's no comprehensive database showing how much money agencies are taking in from fees and fines. So the Government Accountability Office is recommending the Office of Management and Budget create one. GAO says it would improve transparency since there's currently no way for the public or members of Congress to find that data. In addition to OMB sharing more information from its fee database, GAO has recommended OMB shed more light on the limitations of the fee and fine data that's currently available to the public. 
The Trump administration has told the Pentagon to gather data on how much it spends to station troops in allied countries. As Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports, the apparent goal is to get host nations to raise their financial commitments. The administration sees the effort as one way to get NATO and other allies to boost their own defense budgets. But as Bloomberg News first reported on Friday, the additional costs for nations like Germany and Japan could be dramatic. Several sources told the news agency the president is pushing for allied nations to reimburse the U.S. for the full cost of the troops at stations within their borders, plus a premium of 50 percent. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. As the Treasury Department's Bureau of the Fiscal Service looks to move toward more electronic payments, it's issuing less paper checks. The Bureau plans to only print 40 million of them by 2020, down from 60 million issued in 2016. Using more electronic payments is one of the goals outlined in the Bureau's 2018 progress statement, which looks to modernize the way it disperses payments, collects debts, and reports data. Though President Trump is looking to reduce spending, he wants to increase it in certain areas. In his fiscal 2020 budget request, the president asks for more money to hire more Border Patrol and Immigration and Customs Enforcement agents. He's also requesting $80 billion, or 10% more than in 2019, for the Veterans Affairs Department. Accenture Federal Services says Customs and Border Protection is better positioned than it was to more quickly recruit and hire new Border Patrol agents and field officers. Accenture signed a $297 million contract with CBP to help the agency recruit more talent. Accenture says it's been paid $2 million to hire 56 new CBP employees. The company also designed a new digital recruitment network and set up customer service centers to answer applicant questions. The company dismissed a Homeland Security Department Inspector General report from last December. The IG said Accenture did not live up to the terms of its contract. A former Border Patrol agent gets nearly 10 years in prison for taking bribes from drug smugglers. Robert Hall had earlier pled guilty to accepting up to $50,000 in exchange for locations of CBP sensors and unpatrolled roads near the Mexico border. He even gave smugglers keys to unlock gates. The Pentagon is planning to dip into $1 billion of leftover military pay and pension accounts to help pay for a border wall. Senator Dick Durbin says the funds are only available because Army recruitment is down and a voluntary early military retirement program is being underutilized. President Trump declared a hotly debated national emergency on the southern border, which makes some military funds available for the wall. House Armed Services and Appropriations Committee Democrats are demanding 25 categories of documents related to the use of military funds to build a wall on the southern border. In a letter to the Defense Department, the committees ask for any military objections or concerns with using DOD funds for the wall. The letter also asks for documents relating to a determination by the Defense Secretary that the situation at the border constitutes a national emergency. The Interior Department is bringing back a familiar face to be its chief information officer. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. Bill Vita started March 4th as Interior's top technology executive. Federal News Network has confirmed. Vita replaces Sylvia Burns, who left in August to be the deputy CIO at the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. Vita returns to the federal government after spending the last decade in state government, working as the CIO for Alaska from 2017 to 2018. Previously, Vita was the Education Department's CIO from 2006 to 2009, and he held senior management positions at the National Security Agency, the IRS, and the White House. I'm Jason Miller. 
and Phyllis Bayer is resigning from her post as Assistant Secretary of the Navy for Energy Installations and Environment. A Navy statement says she will retire to pursue other opportunities. Bayer's resignation comes as the whole military is embroiled in a privatized military housing scandal where some on-base houses had mold, mice, and lead paint. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.